0: cool cool all right cool man and excuse my background dude i'm i'm the, i'm gonna call myself the traveling uh podcast because i'm all over the place but i'm trying to do this podcast dude i love so, it so i got dante dante stone here with me today uh, dante what's up man we haven't really talked much in a while until like lately right
1: what's going on kevin yeah man it's been um it's been quite some it's been quite some time since we've spoke and it's uh I saw you just absolutely crushing it. So I decided, so I, I saw you absolutely crushing it and I was like, Oh, I haven't talked to Kevin in a while. So I reached back out to you and we just reconnected, you know, like it was nothing like it was, uh, like we've been talking for years. Um, yeah. so it's good to connect with you, man. Thanks so much for having me on. I'm super excited.
0: No, dude, I'm excited. I appreciate you, you know, being one of the first uh, to do this with me, dude. I, um, I started this podcast and I'm just excited. I just kind of want to get to know uh, people, their businesses, entrepreneurs and their journeys, right. There's so many amazing stories out there and, uh, we all have somehow all these stories are very similar, but they're still different, right? Everybody has their own individual thing
1: going on. Absolutely, absolutely. It's like um, the triumph, the the pitfalls and the triumphs nice. that come with being an entrepreneur, almost on a daily basis. It would seem you could just have a great day, and then you could have one email come in that just almost is like feels defeating, mm-hmm. but it's really about how you. That feels so defeating, but it's about how you handle all of these roadblocks and hurdles that come in that really, really help you build your character and help you sustain your business. I think for a super long time and continually like continuing to show up every day. I mean, we talked about it earlier today, that, um, you have to continually show up every single day for yourself or for your clients, for your business in general, to help it grow and to make it grow. Yeah. That's probably, that's probably the biggest lesson I think I've ever learned is you have to continually show up above like, all the other tips and tricks that you can get, or scripts, or outreach, or sales tactics, or anything—it's really just about showing up every single day. Every single day, because it's gonna—it's gonna compound over time.
0: And and it's hard, man. It's, it's hard to show up every day. It's it's hard to like constantly. I'm uh, sorry, fix my computer here. Um, it, it's hard, you know. Like, there's days that you you don't want to get out of bed and and deal with this, right? And and you see, oh man, I got six sales calls today. Am I gonna get six nos? Am I going to, you know, or am I going to get somebody telling me like, oh, fuck off. or Right. You know, excuse the language, but it's the truth, man.
1: It's the just, way it is.
0: You know, it's, it's the way it is. And it's uh definitely very defeating. You know, I mean, you you know, uh, you're one of the few people I've talked to since, you know, I started the program when I met you back in June. Right. Yeah. You know, and uh, we're almost a year in, man. Almost, you know, pretty close to a year since I started that. And and uh, I think you are one of the few people who know, you um, know, a lot of my journey was like I, I, dude. There was a lot of moments I wanted to quit, and there was a moment where I did that pretty much quit, right? So I disappear.
1: I think what was so, I think what was so amazing about your story is when you decided to. I don't even want to take it like I don't even want to call it quitting, but like taking leave, I suppose, just going on break and being like, okay, listen, I need to figure out my priorities. I think what was really cool for you was you shattered all these limiting beliefs of what do, what I need to do and what everybody else is telling me to do. And I'm just going to do what I do best. And I'm going to do what I know is a hundred percent right. And what I think would be a great business opportunity for me and for my clients. I think that was, what was so cool about you and your story. Um, yeah.
0: Tell me, tell me, Uh, um, we can talk about my story in a little bit, but tell me about your story. Dante. I know people want to know. That's why I have you here. Right. I want to know about your story.
1: So thank you. So how we, so how we got started. So I have a business partner as well. I say it, I see it. Isaías Puentes. <laughs> um, we started our agency about. We're coming up on two years now, and we were really young when we started. We were nineteen when we filed for our LLC. Um, that's crazy, man. It's yeah. It's not not incredibly young compared to some of the other people. You how, and are, I how, know.
0: how old are you now, Dante? You're what? Twenty two. Twenty two. Twenty two. That's insane, man, dude. If I would have started this when I was twenty two, you know, that's that's. But that's hey, hey. Props to you, dude. That's awesome. Okay, so, go you. ahead. Keep going.
1: Thank you. So, uh, we, so Isais and I used to work together. We still do work together, but we work together in uh, restaurants. My background is in hospitality. I worked in restaurants from when I was like 12 years old, all the way up to the in twenty twenty one. And when the agency really started to take off COVID hit, and then we found a lot of newfound success in our agency, but moving past that, um, he walked into work one day and he was like, uh, I, I, I was in a weird, uh, I was in a very strange period in my life when we had started this business. I had just moved. So in 2017, we had these massive wildfires come in through California Mm -hmm. and um, me and a bunch of my, me and a few other people that I knew, some really close friends of mine are their neighborhood and my big apartment complex that I lived in burnt down due to these wildfires in 2017 in Northern California. So for about, it was less than a year. Um, so for three months after that, I was living with my, we'll call it my, we'll call her my sister. Uh, I was living with my sister, Amanda, and her, and her, her family. Um, she's not my biological sister, but we're so close. I was living with her and her family for three months. And then me and my mom moved in together into this little um, studio apartment. We moved in this little studio apartment. We were living in there for probably another three months until we found our, until we found a a new place, a new place for us to um, set up shop and call home, I suppose. So I was really torn about what I wanted to do with my life because I was so, I was so depressed from losing everything and then having to start over. And I still had my health looking back. I sold my health, my car, I saved my car and things like that. So I, and I still had a good job. So that was amazing, but it was just the overbearing weight of, Your, so I was a single child and I had placed myself and then going from that to living in a a house with seven people was quite that quite that mental shift. (laughs) Um, So overcoming that and I was at work one day and my partner walked in. He was like, I was like, what did you do today? And he's like, oh, I did some stuff for a client. I was like, oh, you did some stuff for a client. What did you do? And he was talking about how he was building a website for this client that he had picked up. So we started talking about marketing because I was going to school for marketing at the time. And basically what happened is he was like, well, it sounds like you know quite a bit about marketing. And I was, yeah, you know, I studied, I studied it. So we just formed our LLC about three months later. After that we or I'm sorry, about a month later we filed for our LLC and then probably about three months after that we got everything, we did all the wrong things, I suppose. So we, especially when it comes to starting a digital marketing agency, the number one thing you need to do when you're starting a marketing agency is you need to do, you need to get a name, and figure out how you're going to get clients. That's it. All the other stuff, having a website, having like some cool, interesting branding, you really don't need it until you have clients. Because then, once you get think, clients, you know what I mean, though. Like, it's I, a, I, I,
0: dude, I, I think, I think, I think, ninety percent of us do that, dude. I think ninety percent, unless you've been in, uh, you know, sorry about that. Unless you've been like in some type of program to show you otherwise, um, dude, that's what we all do. I did the same exact thing, dude. I I was like, okay, let me figure out how to get clients. Let me figure out how to get all these results. Let me uh, let me get a website going. Let me build out my my logo. Let me like, dude, it was like, no, I think I think majority of the people I've spoken with that they all do the same thing, dude.
1: It's it's stuff that makes you feel like you're pushing the needle forward, but you're really not pushing the needle forward because the only <laughs> thing that's gonna the only thing that's going to push the needle forward for your business is revenue coming in. So you need to get, excuse me. So you need to get revenue coming in as soon as you possibly can. And we knew nothing about picking a, picking a niche to focus on. Um, we knew how to run Facebook ads, but we didn't really know anything about how to pick a niche to focus on how to get clients, how to sell to clients. I had never had a sales job before. And now I do all of our sales. And we've brought in, we've had some really, really great revenue months. Um, because of that, just because of learning. So I would say um, for all the new agency owners listening is don't worry about getting website up. Don't worry about picking a logo brand or anything like that. Get a, pick a niche that you wanna focus on that you wanna work with and try as hard as you can to get clients in that industry and really do whatever, you, do whatever it is you have to do to get clients. If you gotta do free trials, if you have to get strategic partners, um, give somebody a free month, they just pay for ad spend, whatever it is you gotta do to, get your first couple of clients and get some traction. You gotta do it. And then all that other stuff will come later, I promise.
0: Yeah. Yeah, man, I, uh, <clears throat> oh, excuse me. I'm right with you, man. I, um, I I went through the same struggles, you know, and uh, I, I definitely understand. So how'd you end up in the, so you guys partnered up, you guys had everything going. How'd you guys end up in the, you guys had the restaurants. So how'd you guys end up with where you're at now? Because right now, and you know, excuse me, for those who don't know, I'm actually, I have an agency but I'm also a financial advisor, you know, right. And, 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 you know, you're aware of this and right. And I, and I'm really good at working with business owners Yeah. and uh, I know a lot of accountants. So it's kind of funny that I, you know, how'd you end up in that account niche, right? How'd you end up doing that?
1: We started working with, so we had bounced around from a couple of different industries and then COVID hit. And we said, you know, we should work with a industry that's going to be, You know, come hell or high water, that industry is going to be around and it's always going to be there. So we had spoken to a few people in, so we'd spoken a few, to a few tax professionals who guided us in the right way. And we seemed like, and it seemed like it was going to be a really good industry and niche to get into. So we started looking into that and then we started looking into, okay, how can we help, how can we help serve these people at a really high level? So what it eventually came down to was most and what we've what we've learned now is most accountants and accounting firms don't need they don't need digital advertising what they really need is a strong way to ask for more referrals and get known online that's what's going to be huge for them over and build trust with a current clientele base mm-hmm. and the kind of clientele base they want to work with as opposed to running running ads running ads does work However, at the end of the day, you got to have good reviews. You got to have a nice blog. You got to have some way to build up that trust. So people want to come and speak to you.
0: Yeah. yeah so that's what
1: sure. we're, so that's what we mainly focus on with our clients is not necessarily hundred percent on the advertising side, but more on the, Hey, let's fix your overall digital presence. Cause I mean, if you Google accountants near me, most of them won't have reviews or have a good website. So, Hey, we got to fix that. We got to get that um, rocking and rolling for you.
0: Yeah, I gotta actually. I, I gotta hit you up. I, I gotta get on that Google review stuff, man. So, but uh, yeah, dude, that's that's really cool, though, man. Uh, and account, and accounts is a niche that you know they're always around. People are not the best with numbers. Business owners themselves are not always the best with numbers, right? Um, I learned that, you know, with even my niche, right? I'm in the, I'm in real estate, and I also do a lot of B2B stuff now because I'm very blessed to. Um, I have a cousin who's been doing this for 11 years so now i have a team of 35 people dude all i gotta do is send them his way and they take the care of everything for me so i'm pretty lucky there but um it's um it's it's all these business owners we talk to nobody knows how to manage your money dude and, and and that's something i'm i'm uh i'm i know that for a fact because you know um, I guess that's that's where I do have the advantage with a lot of these kids that are doing marketing agencies, right? I I did do finance for ten years before I started doing all this stuff. Yeah. Right. So I know numbers. I know how to run. And this is something me and you discussed in the past, right? Like one thing that differentiated me from everybody else was I know how to run a business because I knew I I've learned from business owners. I knew how numbers worked. I knew, and that was the easy part for me, right? The, you know, the harder part was kind of letting go, though, because you're right. You had to. You have to just get clients, man. That's the biggest thing. You have to get clients. You have to get clients. And from there, you kind of just learn the rest, right? I was so worried about like, oh, man, how am I going to get results? So, oh, my God. So, and I think that's what most people worry about. It's like, oh, my God, how am I going to get results? And it's, you just, I don't know, man. Like, it's just like anything else. in life. just figure it out.
1: It's about figuring it out. And then it's also um, trusting in your own beliefs to be able to figure it out and saying, Hey, you know, all right, well, we've gotten clients now. What do we, what do we do? How do we figure out results? And we'll go figure out how to get results. Cause now that you have income coming in from a client, you can pay for a Facebook course. You can pay for a consultant to come in and help you. You can pay for, um, you know, private lessons to learn how to run your ads better and get your clients much better results. But it's all about getting that initial revenue coming in first. So you can serve your clients at a much higher level. Cause that's really what it's all about. Um, we were, I mean, we were talking about it today on the, uh, we were talking about it and hearing about it today that agency owners really live and die by the results of their clients. Mm-hmm. So it's on you yeah, yeah. to always make to always make sure that you're getting the highest results possible for your clients and you're always operating with your client's best interest in mind. I mean, we've, we've ducked into profits to be able to have more ad spend to make sure we get clients better results.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's better to duck into profits of one month than to lose that client for another three months, right? Like, you know, you can keep that client for, you can make 500, instead of making a thousand, you might only make $500 a month from that client, but Hey, you're going to be able to keep them for another three months, you know, Uh, uh, maybe even a year, right? Whatever, you know, I'll take that over. I'll take that over losing a client any day, 100%, you know, and, and, uh, that's, that's big time. I think, uh, sometimes people are, You know, one of the biggest misconceptions with an agency, and I think I even had this myself, was you're going to get in there, you're going to start making money fast, and you're going to get to keep that money. And that is not how it works, man. Further from the truth. and, And I think a lot of people in the industries as well, because they've been burned by people that think that way um you know they they have this mistrust towards agencies they don't take agencies as real businesses they don't believe that they're a real business right and I think little by little that's changing but it's still you know something that's really hard you know because it's hard to trust people right you talk and a lot of these folks that own businesses they're older they're not used to the digital world right not all of them are young and used to the digital world so um but that misconception man has burned a lot of bridges for a lot of us right it makes it makes it very difficult because people get burned and they they people go through their money and they just take it. But no, it's it's really it's like a real business, man. You have to put your own money in, man. I'll tell you this right now. I I just hit six figures about two months ago. I have not touched any of that money to myself. Okay. Every every dime of that money goes straight back into the business, dude.
1: Right back. 100%. in.
0: Yep, hundred percent, dude. There's
1: no, my VA makes more money than me right now. From my the, assistant, <laughs> no, hundred percent, dude. My assistant makes more money than me. She was like, uh, or our, I don't like to call her our assistant because she's so much more than that. She's really our whole outreach manager and coordinator. Um, she handles all of the outreach for our business. It's, it's much more than just, um, I suppose, assistant work. Plus we, plus we want to really, um, plus in our company, we really want to elevate people and make them feel like they have a much, a much, cooler title than potentially like what something actually is so outreach manager but um she handles all of our, all of our outreach she's fantastic but she was in she, she was traveling more than I was she was bouncing around she was in Mexico and then she was in Hawaii we hopped on a zoom meeting for a team call and she's on this like lavish beach in Hawaii hanging out me and my business partner in our rooms like chugging away on our laptops 14 hours a day yeah <laughs> um, yeah dude
0: that's that's what it takes so that's sort the of thing you know it's uh like you know like last night I was in a meeting at Six thirty at night this guy's like that's the only time i can meet dude but he was like i got a two million dollar business you think i'm gonna say no dude you want me at fucking 12 at midnight i'll meet you at 12 at midnight i'm cool with that oh
1: you of know? course i've gotten you know? up at i've had meetings at 8 a.m on a saturday with clients who are like hey i can only meet at that time it's good for me they're on the east coast and they're like i can meet at 11 your time and i'm like right. or i can meet at 11 on the east uh east coast time and i'm like yeah man let's do it i'll book you in i'll see you there i'll see you there
0: yeah yeah, no, I, I mean, I I know, uh, I don't want to mention names, but I know an agency owner who takes calls at 2, 3 in the morning. I'm not kidding.
1: Do she, they live in a different country?
0: No, nah, just different stages, the time zones and stuff. It's sometimes that's just the way it works. It's just take, sometimes, you know, they, they have to take uh, calls like at 3 in the morning, 4 in the morning. And you know what? That she, killing it. Killing it. it.
1: Oh, yeah, I can't she, I imagine. So,
0: so I, uh, you know what? The hard work pays off. Unfortunately, you know, eventually, though, you do hit that that zone. And, and this is something that most people need to understand. And I think a lot of people, that's something I learned the hard way as well. Like I said, I had to take a step back. And and uh, I'm really glad that I did. I, I saw things differently, right? Yeah. Um, you know, I try to make this about everybody that's on here. But for sure, I know that you, you've you asked me this before. And uh, Facebook, and I haven't really answered it. But when, uh, when I left... Uh, when I stopped talking to everybody around like late December, kind of just was like, you know, I, I need money, dude. So I just went back to work in my job. Luckily I hadn't lost it because I was commission only. So, you know, but that's something I knew I was good at. I knew know I was good at that. So I was like, I need to make money. I got a kid. I live in California. You live in California. So you know how it is here, dude.
1: It's hard out here.
0: Yeah. And I, and I got a kid out I was, here. I was like, dude, I put myself in so much debt. I, I couldn't figure out it's agency stuff. I got to go back to work. And, uh, Went back to work, man, and and dude, uh, it was good because it humbled me to realize that because I had closed so many clients in the very, very beginning of when I started the agency and then I couldn't get results and I lost them. And then it just kind of crushed me. And even though I was good at sales, no matter how good you are at sales, if you don't believe in yourself, it does not happen, bro. I'm telling you right now. And I just didn't believe in myself. I didn't believe in my agency, did not care. So I was just like, it just crushed me, dude. And, and um, yeah, man, and it it was really, really fucking hard. And then I kind of, kind of kept it going part-time, you know, on the side and stuff and little by little kind of rebuilt myself. But um, yeah, dude, that was like the biggest thing was that I learned from that was it's a real business and it really does take time and you really got to invest in it. You know, I'm, I'm just very lucky that, um, I found what works for me the best and everybody needs to understand that what works for, for Dante and what works for me, it wasn't going to work for, for them for somebody else. is not, might not work for you. Does not mean you can't learn from them. Right. Cause like, you know, like right now, no lie. I probably will be bugging you pretty soon because I need some help with my ads. My ads are not doing the best right now. My agency I ads, but, uh, you know that's that's and that's the cool thing man is is um you gotta understand that you gotta understand that it's just not it does not work whatever works for somebody else it may not work for you
1: i think that's a big i think that's such like so many golden nuggets in there i think a big thing like major key takeaways and we had we had this as well is don't be afraid to don't be afraid to take a step back to be able to take steps forward whether that's mm-hmm. you've been working so hard and you feel super burnt out and you're like look i really just need to take a day off take that day um rest and relaxation is different than being lazy so i'll say that number one don't absolutely don't be afraid to take a step back to be able to take steps forward and then find what you're because i think what really changed for you and me both is we found something we were um passionate about and what i see from a lot of agency owners who are really crushing it like really crushing it even in incredibly saturated niches i mean you and i both know someone who's doing uh, i mean he's doing he just did I want to say like 40 K a month in gyms and gyms is a, it, one of the most saturated niches possible. And COVID's but, going on too. And COVID's and is yeah. happening and he's crushing it. But because yeah. of, but because of his passion for that industry and for that niche, he's able to convey that to his clients so much more that he really cares. And he works so much harder for their, for them and for their results. So you absolutely have to find something as well that you're passionate about. And that you really want to help people with the more you come from a place of service, the absolute better, and I think the more you'll it'll shine people, in your sales calls. Go mm-hmm. ahead.
0: People people catch on to that, man. People, people, the problem with a lot of agency owners, and I'm not trying to badmouth anybody, none at all. I respect every single person who takes a risk and tries to start an agency.
1: 100%. But the problem
0: with a lot of agency owners and honestly, business owners in general, any business owner, is they start to see people start to see people as a number and not a person. Mm. And that is a big problem because people people see through people, right? And people buy from people sometimes. Like I kid you know, man. Omir will hopefully watch this. I will buy anything that motherfucker sells me. No no matter, no matter, no matter what. No matter what. I'll buy it from if, if he if he I don't even care if he don't even work for Jordan anymore, he works somewhere else. I will buy because I trust him. Mm-hmm. I know that he looks out for me. He looks in my best interest. He will never sell me anything that he doesn't feel like will benefit me or that I can actually it will actually help me or just do anything for me and my family because he knows I have a daughter, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, it, it, that's how it is, man. People people buy from people. And I learned that when I worked at the bank myself, right? I used to work at Wells Fargo. Wells Fargo is not always the best bank, but people would buy from me because they wanted to buy from Kevin, not from Wells Fargo, you know. And, and that's that's big, you know, and and with that also, like, you know, the other thing that you were saying with, you know, the, the, being at $40,000 a month in the gym industry and, and liking what you're doing, you're 100 on that, man. You have to like and have some type of passion for what you're doing, understand that industry a little bit. And more than anything, also understand yourself. You have to understand yourself and where you want to be, because maybe... You know, Dante's at $100,000 or $200,000 a month and he's working day and night and he loves it and he's 22 years old. But Kevin has a daughter and he's a single dad and he also runs a second business. So his goal may not be to be $200,000 a month because now there's absolutely zero time for me to do anything, right? And I'm not saying that's what I'm trying to do. I'm just saying every person has a number where you want to get to and you get to that number and you kind of... I think as as you go up in the agency world, right, you kind of decide how much more do you want to evolve into that person because you're going to sacrifice something and you got to give something up.
1: I, uh, we're not at 100 to $200,000 a month, by the way, no, no, just gonna, no, I, know, I just want you know. <laughs> to put that out there. We're uh, we're not there. Um, <laughs> um no, I just use that as an example, but, but I you know what you mean. I know. Yeah. I know what you mean. Uh, we no. had a, um, uh, when I was in, when I was in school, we had a, we had a guest speaker come in this dude was doing, he he was doing he was doing, he was doing, he was doing, he was a financial advisor as well, but he was, this guy was handling like big accounts. This guy was handling like huge massive multimillion dollar accounts, like generational wealth this person mm-hmm. was handling. And, uh, the, the best thing that he, the best thing that I took away from him was people were like, well, why don't you want to become a millionaire, like multimillionaire? Like, why don't you want to scale and grow? And he was like, I don't want to do that, man. Like I have three kids at home. I'm really comfortable with the amount of money that I make right now for me and my family. I'm really comfortable with the lifestyle that I have. And I'm really comfortable with the clients and the workload that I have. So it's really about finding that balance as well of how much do you want to make and grow and scale because some people love their work so much and they just absolutely need to be a part of it 24 7 and can never be you'll never be truly hands off from your business but it's really about how much do you want to
0: be involved
1: be involved like we have one of our like one of our mentors he's pretty hands off he's still kind of involved but for the most part he's essentially hands off so he can focus more on his other businesses mm-hmm. that he has such a, a deeper passion in um, <clears throat> yeah
0: no, and, and everybody has a different uh, different goal, different things, right? They want to do Like for me, like, yeah, I do want to get to that 200, 250 because that's what's going to let me be hands off, right? So for me, that is my goal. But now I got to see how long it may take me, right? Because I have other things going on. So it may take me a little longer than some people, right? And it may take me, maybe it won't take me longer because I do also have access to another business that I'll already profits which gives me money that I can take and you know put into this business so it just depends right
1: I think the thing is too is don't get discouraged if you're not where you want to be in what you feel is a good time frame like say you say you start your agency or you've been doing the agency for six months or six months to even a year I would say and you're not a hundred percent at where you want to be and it's your first business and it's your first time learning all of this new stuff Well, yeah, it's going to take, it might take you a little bit more time than someone who's been, than someone like yourself, who's been, you've been in finance for 10 years. So you can immediately step in, you run other businesses before, so you can come in and, have a better understanding of what it takes to run a business as opposed to someone who's brand new, just starting out, it may take a little bit more time. And I think going back to like comparing yourself to others and looking at what other people are doing, Oh man, he's doing hundred K a month. He's doing 40 K a month and it's super saturated. And it's like, what am I doing? You have to, we don't see what goes behind that. We don't see what Mm. that person has been through time and time again. And maybe they've like, we had someone who came in and, what well, they do? They did like, they, they got up to like 10 K in three weeks. It was amazing. However, that person had been in sales and was a sales beast and had been in that industry that he now serves for five, six, seven years. Mm-hmm. So he was just transferring all that five, six, seven year work and labor that he put in to this new business that was allowing him to scale. So yeah, just trust, trust your process and trust your trust, your process and trust in yourself to make it happen eventually at some point, because, I mean, they super cheesy, but you miss 100% of the shots you don't take, and if you give up, then there's no, no way you, it can happen. And,
0: you, and you're right, man, and, and it really just depends, right? Everybody has a different timeline. I mean, because then even, like you said, like me, I understood all the business aspects, But yeah, there was people that came in and just blew it up and they're way ahead of me. And I understand the business last week, right? And they're they're doing a lot better than me in the agency world, right? Everybody's different, man. And I I actually, I did pretty well like the first month I started and then I ate shit for like eight months, dude, maybe seven months. I don't even remember how long it was. And then I basically, it didn't really quit, but made it very, very part-time. And then... uh, you know, then I focused on other things and then I kind of started focusing more on it. And, uh, you know, I kid you not, um, just surrounding yourself with the right people is what makes a difference too, you know? Um, And like when when it finally started taking off, dude, it was crazy because everything just clicked. Everything just, the agency in less than two months went to six figures and I did way more in less than two months than I had done the entire whole time since I started back in June, right? And, and it was, and it was insane. It was, it was crazy because you know, that's not, like I had no, like, and then I had, like you said, I had this idea of how business works and I had money and sales and all that stuff. And it didn't matter, dude. I, 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 felt fell, I fell face first, right? And, um, but you just gotta get back up, dude. And if something that you really wanna do, you're gonna find a way to get back to it and do it again. And if it's something you really don't wanna do, then that's good though don't think that's a bad thing because now you know that that's something you don't want to do so yeah, now see, you're yeah. not going to waste your fucking
1: time doing it 100 i think that's a big huge misconception that people have is it's okay to to it's okay to i think it's okay to realize hey this isn't for me i mean we see um i don't want to name names but we knew you and i both know someone who was doing who is just a sales killer just an absolute beast at sales and they tried to start their own agency, and they realized that having an agency just wasn't for them. Sales was for them, so they just doubled down on sales and continued to do sales. And I mean, now they just now they're just they're just insane. Um, yeah, however, you gotta, find, you gotta find
0: what you like, man. It's that's self awareness. Not, you know, that's like like for me, I realized that I was I kept trying to learn the the backend stuff, right? And now I actually do like it. I like a lot of the technology stuff and stuff, but when it comes to actually getting results for the ads, doing this stuff for that. I'm, that's not my thing, man. It's not my thing, you know? And I learned that, uh, um, you know, it's funny, but the biggest lesson I've always learned in my life has always been YouTube. It's hilarious. I always think it's funny about that. But when I quit my job about two years ago, I watched a YouTube video with Joe Rogan talking about quitting your job. Next day, walked in my office, quit my job, dude
1: and dude, you didn't even think about it you just quit you were just like i'm yeah, doing this yeah joe yeah. rogan said so i'm doing it he makes hey, a good point he hey, joe, rogan, hey, joe rogan
0: looked buff in that video and told me to, <laughs> i'm out of here so so that's actually and i kid you know that's a real story story for another day but that's a real story that really did happen and uh and then the next time um uh, you know i flew out and only a few people know the story but i flew out to san diego because there's this guy named omir you know and only a few people know, right? But who had been there for me a lot throughout this whole agency thing, right? There was one time, dude, I, I literally told this guy I was about to quit. He told me to jump on a Zoom while he was in Mexico at the beach having a good time. I don't pay this guy. He had no need to do that for me. He got on the fucking Zoom and basically told me, look, man, I'm not going to tell you not to quit. But you got to look at yourself in the mirror and say, is that really what you want to fucking do? Because if you're even yeah. thinking about quitting, then definitely it's not fucking for you. And it really hit me, dude. And he told me he was going to move to Colombia. And I kid you not, dude. He told me like on a Wednesday or Tuesday that he was leaving to, to Colombia. On Thursday night, I bought a plane ticket to fly out to San Diego to meet him before I left.
1: Before he left for Colombia.
0: Before he left to Colombia, dude. I got there on Friday, hung out with him and this other guy. And, um, Dude, that changed my entire perspective of everything. Do when you surround your, it's cool when you see people online, but when you see people in person, it truly makes a difference. So now like every month I I'm I got a trip planned every single fucking month, dude. And mm-hmm. and before the summer's over, I might head out to Pennsylvania because I know about three or four agency owners out there. I'm gonna go see. And I'm just trying to just basically meet these people. And um, dude, it, it made me realize when I came back, I was like, um, on my way back, another youtube video right i was at the airport watching youtube and uh this youtube video came up with steve harvey right not really a fan of him but i, was, I started watching it and he's just talking about find what you're good at find your gift and focus on that and stop trying to do a hundred other things focus on what you're good at right i'm already a very faithful person don't get um you know i'm not trying to push that on anybody everybody has their own this is your beliefs,
1: stuff, of course yeah but
0: that's, that's me i'm a very faithful person and uh i got more faithful after watching that and mm. i was like man he's it's like, I should probably just do that. I should probably just, so I met Omir, watched that video, got back and literally all I have focused on since that day is two things that I'm good at talking to people because people, I just like talking to people and people like talking to me for some reason. Right. I don't know why, because I'm pretty ugly, but people love talking to me. They just, just then, like your voice. And then, uh, in sales. I'm good yeah. at talking to, because people trust me. And when I sell them something, I don't sell them something that's not going to benefit them. If I will disqualify you before I sell you something that's not going to benefit you, because there's no point, right? And I don't sell people something that I wouldn't do myself. So everything I sell, I do. So if I sell you something in investment stuff, I do it. If I sell you marketing, it's because I run as for my own self,
1: you know? Believing in, um, you have to believe, you have to really believe in yourself and in your product I think for you know all the new agency owners out there anyone who's new starting or trying to start sell something new in general say you start to, say you get into you know financial advising for a company you get an insurance for a company or you even get the um, even if you're doing even if you're out there doing car sales or whatever you really have to believe that this is going to be something that's really going to help benefit this person and it's something that they need in their life they're coming to you for a solution to their problem. It's, mm-hmm. it's actually people complicate sales a lot. I think it's super easy. It's really, Hey, listen, this person has a, this person has a problem. So they got a situation. You have an answer to their situation and their problem. It's going to cost, you know, this amount, and it's going to solve these problems. And that's really about it. Everything else in between is just building up that trust with each other, that you're going to provide what you say, and they're going to hold up their end of the bargain as well.
0: Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. It's all about trust, man. And, um, you know, it's funny, my, uh, because right, i do have a manager at the other company right even though it's my own business I, and i have my own stuff and i'm all you know 1099 and everything
1: mm-hmm. still so
0: have somebody that overlooks over me and he tells me all the time he's like, how do you how do you close clients and you never wear a suit <laughs> and i'm like because people don't buy from a suit people buy from who they're talking to like you guys are so big on wearing a suit man i wore a suit for 10 years because it was enforced but now i'm 1099 and i have my own business basically I created my own entity outside of that, you know? And, and I told them, like, all these people I talk to are people I know. They trust me because I, I don't need to wear a suit, man. I, I, they know who I am. People want to buy from me. They don't want to buy from the company I work for.
1: Do you think it's, do you think it's one of those things, too, where – because I'm big on that, too. But do you think it's one of those things where – being yourself and coming off as yourself is so much more important than trying to put on a facade. Like some people love to wear suits and that's just their style. That's their fashion sense. And just, and do you absolutely no hate, do whatever, do whatever you love to do. But do you think it's one of those things where people can kind of read between the lines of, is this person just putting on this front or as opposed to showing up and like, if you look at me, if you watch watched this podcast live and you see me with this like bird ass, like flowered shirt on, that's just me and who I am and I'm not afraid to show that because I yeah. stand behind, I stand behind what it is we do. And at the end of the day, I mean, like you said, someone's going to, people are going to buy from you because they trust you and your personality I, and not yeah. the, not the, not the, the, and not the, the fashion you put on, I'll say.
0: I honestly, you know, I have a best friend. He's really my best friend. He hates it. I don't want a suit. He hates it. He's like my best friend. He's, I love him to death, but he hates it. Right. And, uh, I wore a suit for like ten years, dude. Working at the bank, I have so many suits, dude. So mm. that I don't have one, I have one, and I put it on from time to time, right? One of the things I have learned in sales is you have to adjust to who your clientele is, yeah, right? Because sometimes you do have those people that you can just read them, and you're like, eh, yeah, a suit's gonna do it, right? But um, it's not that I don't like to wear suits. I love to. I actually do love to wear suits because I think I look very nice, and and you know, it hides my ugliness. And I look better. Right. So just a
1: little bit. You get that. You get that. The power. frame. I go go from like
0: like a three or four to like a five. Right. So it makes a difference, (laughs) you know. Um, So I do enjoy it. But I think because I wear a suit for so long, dude, like I really read my audience and I read my majority of my audience. I don't really feel like I need to. Right. Uh, Majority of the audience I talk to, I already know them in a personal level. Right, I already know who they are. So they've already seen me without one, right? Majority of the time. And and the people that I do when I talk to clients, I uh, talk to them on the phone, right? And when want to meet them in person. So I just wear like a nice polo and they're cool with it, you know? Most business owners don't even wear a suit themselves, man. And I, and I think uh, the other thing is, uh, you know, times have changed. We're in 2021 and things are a lot different. Um, you know, things are a lot different for sure. And it's not like that anymore. But one thing I will say is, um, no matter what it is or what it is, majority of people will read through you, like you said. Majority of people will read through you and they read through the lines and they just know who you are, right? Like, you can just tell when someone is full of BS or someone's trying to sell you or someone's a salesman and you can tell when someone is actually genuinely trying to care for what you're doing, right? And um, Or at least somewhat care what you do, right? You know, because... Yeah, most people, I mean, regardless, they're still salesmen, right? And people know that. Like when, when somebody talks to me on the phone and they're trying to sell me on something and I'm a salesman, dude, I already know. I was like- just you you know, all I'm, the tips
1: and tricks. Same with yeah. me. I like it on the so, phone people. I'm like, dude, like, I, I know what so, we're doing. I know we're doing the dance here. But but if they sound really nice, I'm willing to listen, even though they're
0: 100%. going through their whole little speech, right? I'm like, I'm like, I, you can just read the voice and the tone of voice of somebody, right? Like when, and I just be like, yeah, you know what, man? I know you're trying to sell me on something. It's cool. I, I respect it. Let me hear what you got. I'm down to listen just because you sound like a nice guy, you know. But if somebody sounds like straight up, just like, oh, I'm gonna tell you this, this, nah, da, 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 nah, bro, I'm cool.
1: We got a whole lot.
0: Yeah.
1: I think that's a. I think uh the key takeaway from that is being being super genuine, you're trying to lead forward with as much value as you can. Because obviously, it's gonna feel a little awkward when you're. um Obviously, it's gonna feel a little bit awkward when, you, when you're first starting out and you're going to find your own sales voice, I suppose, you're going to find your own sales voice. But at the end of the day, it's one of those things where if you come across genuine and you have a conversation, um, you have a more genuine conversation with someone and you're really trying to have their best interest and just explain, Hey, listen, I know you got this going on. This is what I think I could do to help you. If you're interested, you want to check it out. I'd love yeah. to do it. That's just how I sell personally. But at the end of the day, it's you know, it's one of those things where people can read between the lines. You say people have BS meters, and people's BS meters are getting better every day. I like to think simply because of just the day and age we live in, just the day and age we live in, and how much access to information we have.
0: Yeah, no, you're right about that. You're 100 right. That's you know? what I'm saying. Um, no man, I I've been doing sales my whole life, dude. So been selling since I was like in thing man, like the third grade or fourth grade something like that dude so slinging like,
1: candy or what
0: like <laughs> <laughs> it's a long story dude but uh when i was a kid dude my mom was in sales too right so it's been mm-hmm. in my family the whole life my dad was in sales even though i've never really known him but he's been in sales too my uh my uncles were in sales so everybody in my family has been on sales the whole life and uh yeah dude when i was little i used to buy uh buy toys at the at the store and i'd come to school and resell them for more and my That's mom hilarious. would dude, my mom would help me hustle this. And I got in trouble a couple of times and she'd be like, Well, what do you do wrong? There's nothing in the school in the school book that says you can't do that. Oh she had my back, bro. So That's but, awesome. yeah, man. Well Dante, I know you got a business to run. I know you got a lot of things to do, man. Uh, I do appreciate your time so much. Uh, is there anything you want to tell everybody? Where to find you? You know, if they send you some accounts, anything like that.
1: You guys can follow me. Uh, you guys can follow me on Instagram. I'm not on there too much. Dante underscore Stone. I'm much more active on. I'm much more active on LinkedIn. Um, if um for accountants we post a lot of really cool valuable stuff um you guys can check out our website idcreativedesigns.net you'll find me my business partner on there um dante stone on linkedin but other than that ladies and gentlemen just never just never give up just keep showing up every day for yourself for your clients for others just keep showing up that's really yeah. that's it that's the secret to life just keep showing up
0: keep showing up man and and uh also guys uh dante may have something big coming up for accountants uh as well right out there with some some type of would- uh, broadcasting or something, or some
1: type of episode I'm super excited about it. We're launching a so. Well, the I, I don't know, know. I don't like, know. I don't know if I slipped up there and I said too much, but you, you no, it's all good. We uh, it's basically for basically we created this really awesome course for brand new bookkeepers, tax preparers, accountants. If you're brand new and you're like, I don't know how to get clients, and you're setting off on your own and you're not sure how to get clients, we've created a a pretty great mini course on how to get your online presence set up correctly and how to reach out to people, how to talk excuse me how to talk to them how to leverage referrals once you excuse me how to leverage referrals once you get clients how to ask your clients for reviews and really just how to be found online and how to transition to becoming more digital um and so we're, we're super excited about that we got some yeah we got some good stuff cooking up so excited memories.
0: i'm i'm looking forward to it and i'm uh, looking forward to having you here again as everything grows and uh Eventually I'll start having a bigger office and stuff and everything will get going, dude. I'm excited. I really, uh, you know me, I enjoy talking to people, so I'm looking forward to making this bigger and bigger.
1: Same dude. Always, always, always a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me on. Hey, thanks bro. I appreciate
0: it. And, uh, I look forward to seeing your success. I will talk to you later. Bye.
1: Later.